Hi, I'm Terry. And I'm Seal. We are so excited about <laughs> launching our podcast called Two Scoops, which is designed to empower you to lead a healthier lifestyle. Each episode will provide helpful tips on reframing your thinking and considering new possibilities for your life. Hi, I'm Terry, And I'm Seal. We are two scoops of inspiration and we're very excited to talk about a subject tonight called pausing. And truly, there is power in the pause. And our thought is to cast out a few, like, we're just going to ask you a few questions. <laughs> Do you find yourself often detached from the moment or rushing from one event to the next and barely able to breathe? I mean, literally a slave to your to-do list where you're not literally pausing at all. It you're like on a hamster wheel rush, going round rush, and rush, round. Rush. <laughs> And this is the other thing, is do you sometimes find yourself overreacting, defending yourself, or in uncomfortable situations that don't bring out the best in you? And, you know, pausing can be a great recipe to invite you to just be in the moment so that you are living your life with greater intention. And so we're going to um, practice what we preach, and we are <laughs> literally going to ask you to pause with us. And we want you to take a deep Seriously, breath. Seriously, we're going to pause. Yes. For like, like 10 seconds, yes, right? 10 yes. seconds. And Here we want go. you to take a deep breath, inhale, and exhale. And I know that sounds crazy, but just breathing is a great way to pause. And we're going to ask you, if you're not driving, to close your eyes. <laughs> not good if you're driving, unless you're at a really long red light. But truly, we want you to take another deep breath, inhale, and exhale. And we just want you to drop into your body for a moment out of your head and just feel sensation and just breathe. We are hoping that that Fear. is just sort of helped yeah. you ground. And um, we're going to unpack this pausing word and uh, integrate that into how it can be a bigger part of your life. And honestly, as we said with self-care last week, truly your the health of your life depends on it. And this is so important. Like it's um, not just important for you, but it's important for the people that are in your life, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, whether it's friends. Like this plays such a big role in um, – in your, in your world, in your circle. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Seal makes a very valid point. It's pausing to be more clear about your own feelings and then being more intentional about what and how you want to move into the day and how you want to live your life quite candidly. And by rushing, it really gives very little opportunity to, to be really clear and sit in the moment, to be mindful and present and to have a, a greater level of personal awareness. And, you know, it, we're often thinking our way through our life, but we need to pause and slow down and drop in because our heart is a really important part of what drives us. And when we let the, the brain, the thought, the to-do list lead us around without the, the heart, we often are moving, I would say, on kind of autopilot. And when we pause, we really can connect at a much deeper level. And you talk about relationships, I mean, with friends and family and coworkers, 
I mean, when we're in reactionary mode or we are moving too quickly, it's very difficult to, to really sit with someone mm-hmm. and be fully present, put the cell phone down and be present with somebody and very intentional about the words that are coming out of your mouth because words are very powerful. And we're going to talk quite a bit about reaction and how the pause can be very helpful with that. Absolutely. And I, the, the part too, about you're talking about being present in your responses, like it's even just answering someone, uh, really be intentional in listening and pausing is all part of that because whether you're responding to something or somebody, you know, cause sometimes even when people ask questions, um, I don't want to say selective here, <laughs> but we just hear certain things and yeah. we automatically, you know, respond instead of really, like you said, taking time out to really genuinely listen and respond. So pausing is really important in connecting and just really important in every relationship that we have. So it's interesting you talked about being present to, to listen. Mm-hmm. And so often um, we sit in this posture of not actively listening and in our minds already formulating how we're going to respond and so we're not pausing at all. We've kept mm-hmm. ourselves revved up and often without holding space for somebody to be heard and already so in a rush to give a retort or an answer or a response, it's not often as powerful and as healthy as it could be if we just practiced this inhaling and exhaling and taking a mindful moment. And pausing is really what that's all about. Just really thinking allowing yourself to process what's being asked of you because pausing in response to pressure is another thing. So I know that sometimes when I receive invitations to do things or there's all these events that have to be, you know, done or um, attend an event really, you know, people invite you to things or then it's your family is needing this of you and your friends are asking this of you. And then you've got all this pressure from work to perform. Uh, It's sometimes we get in that automatic place where we're like, okay, I'm just going to respond to this, respond to this, respond to this. And, and don't really take time to pause before we do to know uh, what we're saying or what we're agreeing to do um, is might put us in a position to be stressed. So I think that that's a really important piece to all of of the reason to pause too is really to relieve yourself of getting stressed out yeah I mean we live in a society I think 67 percent of folks actually lots of surveys are out there and and data that support that a lot of people feel really stressed out and we're in that place of stress it's almost like being at, at Maslow's like hierarchy of need at the lowest level because we are just trying to survive and we're trying to just make it through. And, you know, it's not like we're running from a, a, a saber-toothed tiger, right? right? Like, or saber, whatever that is. Right, a saber-toothed tiger. Thank you very much. <laughs> but yet the, the same kind of stress response occurs when we've got deadlines we can't achieve or we have overscheduled ourselves and we feel as if we can't manage the amount of things on the to-do list. And what we do is rather than pause, we rev up and we get into defend mode or I'm going to get into this warrior space and I'm going to drive hard and push hard. And we get in our heads and we detach from our bodies and all of a sudden we've tied ourselves up in a tighter knot. And so 
there's the flip on that side when we're not pausing to self-care and to be self-aware and to self-regulate. And then there's the interaction where we don't practice the pause and we defend, deflect, or we react. And so the pause has this beautiful talent of showing up and being able to allow us to move more gracefully, not only through our own life with greater intention, but as we interface with other people. And I wanted to read something that um, I wrote a while back, and then we're going to unpack some questions back <laughs> okay. and forth, because right, like, I want to bring this to story, where we can this, share when I, we didn't pause right. and what happened. So when we all face that. Yeah, I think so, everyone faces that. So everything I write is because I've probably not done what I'm writing about, which <laughs> is what you should do. And so we can unpack some fun stories um, about... <laughs> the power and the pause or what happens when you don't. So this is one that leans into reaction. So pause before you react. Pause before assuming. Pause before accusing or defending. Pause to take a breath. Pause to seek the truth. Let the pause be the bridge between thought, emotion, and action. And how many times have we reacted without pausing and we move into defending or reacting or assuming or accusing we see a very distorted truth because we're reacting we are emotionally not allowing ourselves to process and regulate and guess what maybe to take a moment to inquire before we move into this like <laughs> kind of like energy get all the facts That's make right. sure you get right. all the facts before you respond so thought emotion and action all go together and we slow those down and we really process and regulate by pausing often it's not a reaction it's an intentional action so what does the word pause mean it is an intentional decision to stop, to unplug from distraction, and to be present in the moment. So the reality is pausing is not something most people do on a regular basis, unfortunately. We live in a culture where pausing in the moment is really an unfamiliar concept and, and rarely encouraged. Most people live in a fast-paced, achievement-oriented, goal-focused world actually a very exhausting existence if you ask me yes. and of course I say that because I too live in that fast-paced world <laughs> and um and often don't pause and know the domino effect of what not pausing can cause in my own mental well-being and really not just mentally but physically it can affect you and you know, I think that's why I'm so vehemently um, advocating for the importance of pausing. And, Seal, I might ask you, what, um, I mean, did, did anybody ever talk to you about the importance of pausing growing up? Uh, it wasn't something that we, you know, I don't remember anybody really talking about pausing to, you know, really be in tune with my own thoughts and feelings. Uh, I think the closest to pausing would be prayer. But even then, it wasn't really about you know, pausing to really be in tune with me um, and how I'm feeling at that moment. So, yeah, it's really interesting. I don't, I really, it wasn't something, and it wasn't something talked about. Right. I mean, I was thinking about when I was growing up, I mean, we would sit down and have dinner and my family wasn't particularly talkative and there was pause, but it was kind of a, um, I don't know. I wouldn't want to say an uncomfortable pause, but it was just like I felt like everybody was sitting around the table and we weren't talking, but but it wasn't healthy. Like it was just we weren't 
like taking a mindful moment, put it that way. And no one in my family ever talked about it. It's so important just to self-reflect, to take a minute to breathe, to process before you react, to just be intentional. And by being intentional, you have to slow down and really think and process emotionally before you react. You know, I kind of grew up in a fairly reactionary environment. And so you I mean, pause really did not <laughs> exist anywhere, candidly. And um, I don't think I found pause until I started dancing and then I would drop in and be really connected to my body and I would feel more present in the moment. And I think fitness started to introduce that I, connection. Yeah, the same for me. In fact, you know, dance was, was a way that I found to communicate how I was feeling. And I can totally agree with you on that. And I yeah. think that that was a way... Um, without somebody calling it a pause, I really think that that was a pause for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I really do. I think it's being fully present in the moment, doing something that connects you inward. And, um, and in that greater awareness, we can have greater personal compassion. And I think we can assimilate kind of what's going on so that however we respond, there is greater care. And greater intention. And I, I think, you know, being a yogi for 18 years now and, and doing mindfulness, it is it is really um, supersized in terms of how I view pausing. And it's shifted it into not just something that I would like to aspire to do. It is mission critical that I do, not only for my own well-being, but truly for the people, like I was you said earlier, say for, for the people around me. I mean, I can I just take a minute? Yes. Can I take a minute before I respond or before I trigger? Right. And can I really not defend or deflect or diffuse or to try to justify? Can I just not say anything? And it's like not necessarily letting it go, but just letting it be for a while. And I think that yoga, meditation, mindfulness, all the things that, thank goodness, more people are paying attention to is not only the the physical yoga, but it's also can we all just take a second as, you know, people on this planet to just breathe and not be so attached to our to-do list, not so attached to accomplishing or fixing or finishing. Can we just let it go for a second and just be present in the moment and do nothing? I mean, nothing. Yeah, like take a time out and walk away. Yeah. Like just set whatever if you're in – like sometimes it's work projects. Sometimes you just need to like walk away. And I think even in that pause, if it's something you're working on, you'll you'll get that inspiration of creativity that you need. Yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes we push mm-hmm. to get something finished or to get closure because our brains want to fix. They want to achieve. I mean, our brain is always actively – trying seeking things to fix <laughs> and to do or just be done right just, just be done, be done. Check it off there just, is a great feeling about checking it off the to-do list but I wanted what you just said triggered a thought <laughs> in terms of can you think of a time where not pausing has gotten you in trouble well we, Seal smart. I, <laughs> <laughs> we can go a couple ways with that uh I would say as far as like I had one instance this is like a work at work thing. Uh, I had a client, uh, and I always I take very good care of my clients and look out for them. And I was dealing with uh, a manufacturer, an issue. And I felt that the manufacturer was not um, following through with what they said they were going to do with my client. And the client reached out to me. And I was like, 
<laughs> I picked up the phone and <laughs> called the manufacturer and I let a couple of choice words fly, which is not something I would normally do. That's something I kind of keep in-house. I did not pause before I picked up the phone <laughs> and I let them have it. And I remember the girl on the other line, she was on the, we were on the phone and she just was, uh, she came back and she said, um, could you not use those words and kind of take a minute? <laughs> and pause. I, right, could you pause? <laughs> and I quickly, like quickly apologized um, for going that route and realized the importance of how I should have paused. And then I immediately called, you know, I, I called my manager and I was like, so by the way, and there I'm was a the, proactively right, confess. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and let you know what I did. And, um, and it was, it wasn't a problem at all, but it just, it was one of those things that I let, I didn't take the pause and I should have paused. And I, and, and, you know, that's, that's such a real thing because normally with any time, um, when I'm, you know, in a work situation or uh, by email or text, I'm extremely careful on how I respond to people. And, um, that was very much out of my character. And I just jumped because I was going to protect my client, take care of my client do whatever. And there is a point to do that, but there's also, um, a better, I could have, done it a better way so, so pausing yeah, so is super important <laughs> so as you were talking I was thinking about um, how much stress we're under and when we're stressed you know we have less patience for ourselves and less patience for others and when you're under that kind of pressure you're a lot more apt to trigger I mean just think about it when you're like on the beach having a vacation and you're really relaxed and chilled and you get an email like that you're like ah whatever but then in the heat of the moment when you're overstressed, probably your to-do list is like a mile long. And it's just this immediate, ah, and that just energy comes out. And, you know, often rather than going, what's going on with them? It's their mm -hmm. fault. They triggered me. It's like, no, no, Terry Elizabeth Reeves, you need to pause <laughs> because there's something going on inside of yes. you. Agreed. And I, I am trying to be more mindful because if I know I'm stressed and I know I'm tired, I already know I'm very susceptible to trigger. And so I'm like, okay, I may not be able to pause and say lovely words, but I can pause and walk away until I can come back and have more respect for myself and the other person and have more integrity in the way that I communicate. But sometimes in the heat of the moment, that's very difficult. And so sometimes I try to self-regulate and in the moment try to have this great conversation that's professional and lovely and what I would really want to say, but I don't have the capacity. And so I'm choosing if I can't, like what my grandmother said, if you can't say something nice, don't right. say anything at all. <laughs> and I now understand what she means. It's literally sometimes you don't have the capacity and that's okay. Because it's okay to walk away and say, you know, I just need a minute. And it has nothing to do with you. I just don't even know how to respond in this moment because I'm so emotionally overwhelmed. And I'm afraid that my own SHI hashtag, <laughs> whatever you want to say, is getting in the way of me being in integrity with you. And, and then sometimes there's those conversations where it's just not worth it because there are un unhealthy things happening and you just have to pause and walk away and maybe walk away forever.
And that's okay too. But, you know, it just depends on the bigger, how big the issue is. But there are tiny pauses and there are big, <laughs> long pauses that could be for a short period, a medium period, a long time, or a lifetime. But only till you pause can you discern which one those are or which one that is, if that makes right. sense. Right. No, it makes total sense. And I, I would kind of want to throw this, I'm going to throw this back at you. So is there a time of where you felt like you should have paused and didn't? Like, have you had a moment of that? Oh, my God. All the time. <laughs> I mean, not as much, like, in probably the last year. <laughs> now that I'm enlightened, not really. <laughs> She's practicing pausing uh, all the time. I'm, yes, I say pause all the time because I'm trying to make myself practice pause all the time. You know, I, probably too many seal. I mean, I would overwhelm the, like, listeners if I started talking about all the times <laughs> that I didn't pause and regret it. Um, I would just say, you know, when I find that I'm, I have anxiety and I'm tired or stressed that my patience is thinner that I almost will read an email and be triggered. And then I go back and read it when I'm, I have paused or I'm not as stressed. I'm like, Oh my God, what was I reading into that? And, you know, I think I can just remember one time I had a really just awesome boyfriend and we were having this lovely conversation about, a vacation that we had just gone on and he was like this is one of the greatest vacations I've ever been on and I'm like I thought so too and he said but I just maybe I felt like you know we didn't do enough and you know you're real active Terry and like I'm feeling like maybe I disappointed you and like maybe we didn't go out to dinner enough and like I don't know what but I got so triggered. I'm like, I am not high maintenance. And I did not necessarily be, I need you to take me out to fancy restaurants. And I just like, immediately, like, I am not that girl that needs to be wine and dine. And I'm really not. But it triggers something in me. I'm like, how dare you? And he like shut down like a vault. And I was like, and I just thought to myself, I was in my head assuming that's what he was thinking, right? Um, and for whatever reason, it triggered me and I went into defend mode and about four months later, we broke up by the way, <laughs> not, not because of that conversation, <laughs> because you didn't but probably there were a lot of conversations <laughs> like that actually, but great guy. And I paused, that was like a four month pause. Mm-hmm. And I re-entered the conversation and I said, can I ask you when you said that, what did you really mean? And I said, because I jumped in so quickly to defend myself, which shut you down, which was not at all practicing the pause. It was react, react, react. It was a big fat volley back and forth, except for he shut down and I kept talking. (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) And he said, Terry, he goes, I was so afraid that I wasn't meeting your expectations and that maybe that I wasn't good enough and that... I wasn't making you happy. And I thought, holy collateral. Like I went into this whole mode of defending and had I paused and inquired rather than defend or deflect or diffuse. And in this case, I was sort of defending. um, Wouldn't that have been a far more intimate conversation? And it would have taken us to a a very different, it would have taken that conversation a very different direction. And so like the pause could be perceived as this little teeny word that doesn't have a power, but 
I have had so many situations like that and many more where pausing would have been so incredibly valuable to me and the other person. And so, you know, that's my example. Well, I was going to, the thing I wanted to point out to what you just said, you said diffuse. And I think that is so important because if you take the time to pause when you're in the middle of an argument or you're in the middle of a high emotional, stressful situation, simply pausing can diffuse it. And if we took more time to do that, we would find ourselves in such a much better place and able to resolve things better. It doesn't mean that it's going to solve everything, but diffusing it and bringing it down a couple levels, that's huge. And especially in relationships. And it doesn't just mean like boyfriend, girlfriend, or husband, wife, it can be uh, your circle of friends. Uh, it can be uh, your coworkers. Like, just being willing and humble to pause and take that moment. Like, it's a, it's, a, it's really to me a sign of humility just to kind of take a, you know, be the one to just, you know, you don't even have to say it out loud, but just take a second and let things settle. And uh, it's amazing what that can, you know, how that can open up a conversation or it can allow things to get in a place where um, the the height of emotions immediately Mm -hmm. kind of come down. And I think it's, you know, there's kind of the the two sides of the pause, the pause that helps you deal with challenging situations, manage your own stress, regulate, move forward with greater intention or actually pause and walk away. And then there's the pausing just to get grounded. Like Mm -hmm. you said, to give somebody your undivided attention to be fully present to put technology away, to look somebody in the eye and actively listen and pause and be present for them. And I think that is intimacy. I think that's how relationships get more grounded. There is more, I think, authenticity. There's more vulnerability. Because when somebody doesn't feel heard or seen, it's very difficult for them to open up and be vulnerable. And so pausing also opens up this space for vulnerability and for intimacy. And it not, I mean, like you said, it's not necessarily boyfriend, girlfriend, or husband, wife. It could be friendships. It could be in business. And I've often, you know, I teach yoga as a side hustle and I love it. (laughs) Um, And I often talk about if we could integrate the pause before we have serious conversations where we just say, okay, what is our intention for this conversation? Let's literally take five or six deep breaths and let's pause. What do we really want to accomplish? Because pausing calms the central nervous system. I mean, it has this physiological impact on the body. So it brings us into this space of equanimity. So it's it's actually even easier to have a conversation because you've literally taken, like you said, turned the, to, to pull it back a notch or two. That's really what's happening to the brain and the body. And then in that moment, there can be, I think, just richer, deeper conversations. And I think without the pause, it it just sometimes we dive straight into those conversations and they're not as intentional. And I think even in companies, when you go into a very important meeting and everybody's sitting around not present, thinking about their to-do list, maybe stressed out because of a deadline, if we could just even integrate, and I think there are companies that are doing this, early adopters, where we just take a deep breath as a collective group of human beings and just breathe and say, how are we feeling? Let us just all land in the room and let's just be emotionally present. Let's put the 
the, all the distractions away and what's the intention of this meeting and and I just think it is a brilliant concept that cost no money whatsoever just a tad bit of time and so I am just such an advocate for the power in the pause and how many places in which it can show up in your life and it be not only good for you but good for everybody around you. Absolutely. I think this discussion on pause is probably one of the most important <laughs> podcasts we're going to do because it's something that doesn't cost anybody anything and it can be used every day. We can apply it in every aspect of our life. Okay, so we have committed to give you two scoops of inspiration every week at the end of our podcast, and now I'm going to toss it to Terry for that. So these would be our two, um, what I might call, call to actions for you guys or things to think about. So if you find yourself this week getting anxious or stressed and you want to trigger and react, which can move you into assuming or defending or justifying or deflecting, if any of that erupts or you feel that, see if you can just pause Maybe even take five breaths and then re-engage or literally pause and walk away. So that would be trying to move you from reaction to more intentional action. The second one is try to pause and be more present for yourself. Like literally be not just in your head but drop into your body to feel sensation, to notice energetically where you are. And I would move that maybe to two and a half scoops is if you're in a conversation with someone else be present not only for yourself, but be more present for them, more in tune, more awake and aware in the moment. And by pausing a little bit more, I think you can drop those relationships and those conversations even to a deeper level. So we hope you've enjoyed this podcast on the pause. Uh, so for more, be sure to check us out on our social media channels. You can find us on both IG and Facebook at Two Scoops of Inspiration. You can also find a little extra, which is the pause exercise on our YouTube channel, which is also at Two Scoops of Inspiration. And this provides some practical suggestions on how you can pause so you can take action with greater intention. So this is Terry. And Seal. Remember, there is power in the pause. <laughs>